0: I'm Tommy Stinson. This is Brian Bell from Weezer and The Relationship. This is Guard. We're
1: Girls. This is Cindy Wilson. This is Tony. And this is Miles. From Fastball. We're The Regrets. <laughs> and you're <laughs> listening to Cigar, Cigar, City City Cigar, City Cigar, City Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio.
0: Cigar City Radio.
2: Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com. And tagging no clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts.
3: Sunday, February 24th, Revolver presents Corrosion of Conformity, Crowbar the Obsessed, and Mothership at the Orpheum. Then Monday, February 25th, we've got a hip hop show, A Boogie with the Hoodie is going to be at the Ritz Ebor with Don Q and Trap
2: Manny. That's a great name, Trap Manny. That's a great name. I love it that. And I want to know if I'm going to be able to get in without a hoodie on.
3: Uh, I think you have to wear a hoodie. That's bullshit. It's a, it's a boogie with the hoodie. I'm, I'm down with it, though. Yeah. We're not cool enough to go to that show. I don't, know. I don't even own a hoodie. Yeah. And then Wednesday, February 27th, closing out a busy month, at Janice Live, Cypress Hill and Hollywood Undead are bringing their tour to town. And you know who's actually on that bill who's Who? playing on that tour? x to the z exhibit yeah really yeah exhibit (laughs) yeah seriously actually it's funny if you go on google and you start typing exhibit the first thing that comes up is is exhibit alive so (laughs) to answer that question yes he is alive and he's going to be at janice live wednesday february 27th with cypress hill and hollywood and dead that's going to be an interesting show for sure i'll be
2: pissed if it's a hologram
3: no no it's no hologram he is going to be pimping rides in the flesh So all that and more coming up for No Clubs in February. Also a ton of great shows in March. Just head to statemedia.com and you can look at all of the dates, all of the shows, everything coming up in the Tampa Bay area. Find links to where you can get tickets and more. Just do it. Just go out to the shows. Do it. It'll be fun. Welcome to Cigar City Radio episode number 94. The song you just heard was T-Shirt by Peck Just came out, premiered on Gorilla vs. Bear, and you can watch the video now. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanoz. Have
2: you ever accidentally pinched one of your between your legs and then stretched out and, like, yanked on it with your own two legs? Uh, That sounds... Very painful. It is very painful. I've been in a lot of pain for a few days. Does this happened to you. Recently? This happened to me recently. Yeah, I was wow. getting on my bed and my legs were together, and it caught a ball. Oh no! And I fell like straight forward into the bed. That's and, that's that low
3: hanging yeah. fruit, man. And I can't help it. No. Right. Our guests on this episode are Suitcase City, a pop slash hip hop duo from Tampa, Florida. Their new single "Lead Me On" is out now on Spotify. And currently, at the time of this recording, they have 1.6 million monthly listeners on Spotify. The duo of Mike Gomes and Cam Young is working on their second EP right now. And their music is just great. So check it out. Check them out on, on Spotify. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Suitcase City. So here it is, episode number 94. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon in downtown Tampa, Florida. We are in the historic Tampa Theater um, on the fourth floor of the offices of Symphonic Distribution, hanging out with uh, a couple people we just met: Mike Gomes and Cam Young from yo, the group yo, Suitcase yo. City. That's spelled with an X. Yes. Suitcase Zoot, City. Do so yeah, you yes. get that sometimes? All people it's like,
1: on. oh, Zootcase City? Yeah, not it's sometimes.
3: It's no, sometimes. No, no. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I first, I saw the name, uh, you know, on like the symphonic list and I was like, Suitcase City, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> they have to be from here. Like they yeah. have to be from Tampa. Like why else would you be called Suitcase City? Yeah. So then I learned that you actually are indeed from here. Right? Yes, So sir. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. We we're, were kind of just discussing it before we turned on, but. Uh, where are you guys from? You know where where did you grow up?
0: Um I was born in Jersey and I came here post 9/11 so I've been here for like 15 years now. So what is that? Is my is my math right? Like 15, 16 years. 15, yeah, 16 years.
3: Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's how uh that's how I came down here I guess. That's why I'm here.
1: So, yeah. yeah. And, what, yeah, what and I, I was born in Providence, Rhode Island, um but I moved here when I was 4, so technically a floridian yeah um, but I, I think that counts me. yeah <laughs> i still got all my family and everything up north like uh, across the whole northeast so um but yeah i mean I've, I've we've both moved around a decent amount too i mean we've been new york la i lived in miami for three years so i think you lived in dc for a little bit i don't even know uh, so it's like we're never stuck in one spot but yeah, yeah that's cool This is
3: our roots so how did you meet each other like how did how did the group form
0: um we used to both do porn <laughs> and uh, no uh, <laughs> the money was great <laughs> i mean in I'll tampa you never like, know man <laughs> yeah, were, we mean, a big porn industry i know it's crazy but, um, it's
1: club
3: capital
0: baby. i think facebook yeah facebook
3: you met on facebook yeah. yeah was it were you just like looking for collaborators or what how did that happen
1: well when we were coming up it was like there was only so many people doing music over here that were like decent at it so it was like me cam um our boy brick and then like a couple other people and it was like (laughs) everybody knew each other so it just you know it was bound to happen at some point that we were like yo maybe we should try and do a song together and just see how it comes out and so we worked a lot as solo artists before we ever became a duo we probably have like six seven songs just as Features from each other before we were like, yeah, let's be a duo. Before you joined
3: officially, yeah. joined forces, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. So what prompted that then? What did? Was you just gelling in the studio?
0: It was just like honestly, just like just failure as solo artists. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like we were just like, I think like three years ago now, we were just like kind of like, oh man, this this solo stuff isn't working. So let's try something. And then we tried it and started working like immediately, and we just been running since. Wow,
3: so what, what was it, what was the first release? Cause was it on spinning records? Was the first one?
1: No, actually, no. The first one was um, "Show You Off."
0: Yeah, Trap Nation,
3: Trap Nation. Yeah, okay. I, was- I don't I don't know if I know that one. <laughs> I,
1: honestly, like we we were both kind of like not upset, but the vocal mix on that song, we were both like, this is never gonna like it's it's just not. Good to us, yeah. And yeah. then it released, and I mean, I guess everybody vibed with it, and we're yeah. just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. The thing is, if you're perfect, I mean, in this industry, I feel like perfection is the key to failure. Like, if you can sit there all day and try and make a song perfect and how you want it to sound, but at some point, well, yeah. you just got to put it out and be like, all right,
3: well. yeah. There's that. I forgot who has that famous quote where it's basically like, you're never done with a song; you just stop working on exactly. it. Exactly, right? you because know? you could keep tinkering and tinkering
0: forever.
1: Exactly. You know?
3: So, do you are you guys doing all the production and everything too? or
0: um recently we've been dabbling i guess in the production we've been doing like uh like getting guitar loops off of uh what's that, what's that website splice that's splice yeah all right and just Shout like out. starting ideas like that and then we'll go in the studio with like a real real producer and kind of co-produce everything and kind of just tell them what we want and we we work like that
3: yeah and then how do, you, how do you split up like the writing? Like are you, you know, Cam, you like you're, you're more the rapper and Mike's the singer, right? Or do you guys kind of split, split that or what do you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess by title, yes, that's true. But yeah. I think we kind of just go in there and just like if he comes up with something or I come up with something, we just kind of run with each other. So, you know, it might not be him on the hook all the time. It might not be me on the verses all the time. Just depends on, I guess, the vibe of the track.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't like straight rap either. You know what I mean? It's not like J. Cole or like. I don't know, right. know like who's just strictly rapping. I mean, he has a lot of melody, although j Cole does too. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true.
3: Yeah. yeah, well, that that I was I was telling you earlier that like the single Lead Me On, you know, I was I was expecting, you know, just from the kind of the name and everything, I was like expecting like a, a little bit of like a harder edge thing, <laughs> you know? And then I listened to it and I was like, "Oh, this is just like a nice like danceable <laughs> track, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's catchy and it's and it's fun, you know." Yeah. Uh, um so that wasn't what I was expecting from suitcase city. I was expecting like, especially with the X at the beginning of the name, I'm yeah. like, Oh, this is going to be some like, like hardcore of, yeah. trap shit. Yeah. You know, they're like over there on Bush Boulevard yep. and shit. <laughs> like, you know, but no, yep. that's not yeah. what it is.
1: No, it's, it's, it's very nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think a lot of people expected that to be honest, like in that, and we just had an interview the other day, funny enough, like, and we were talking about it and, 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 for 2019 i think we're going to focus so much more on being genuine and being real cuz <clears throat> 2018 we were so focused on like trying to pitch to people that we are all about positivity and, and and everything like that which there's nothing wrong with but we're i think down, yeah i think down people. to <laughs> down to our core like we're we're just not super happy, positive people all the time. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, not. Every, you can't be yeah. positive all the yeah. time. Yeah, you know? and You'll you got to have that. downs to have ups. So it's like we want people to more or less experience the journey of us. Like, you know, sometimes we're going to have some rough songs, like not bad songs, just like more down, depressive type songs rather than just like try and be all we're papa group we're happy all the no it's like that's not how it works so we're trying to be a little more real and authentic in 2019 yeah yeah what do you got
3: lined up like what's what's on the horizon
0: oh we're we're working on a new ep so yeah that's going to be released uh this year and um i mean just like more content and just like more getting to know us as people versus what Versus just the music you've heard, yeah. because I know like a lot of people might have heard our songs, but I don't think people have really gotten a chance to really see who each of us are and where we come from and why we even do music. You know, so I think that's the most important thing this year is really connecting like those dots. Why do you do music? I do music because I just I like the way it makes me feel on the inside. Um, I mean, there's nothing like making a song and then just listening to it all day <laughs> like that's yeah. like i listen i listen to our own music more than like probably the fans do <laughs> like <laughs> so it's like just that and then you know just seeing the reactions from fans or people that might like your music and seeing how it can change their mood and change the way they think like you know we've had messages from people saying that they wanted to kill themselves and then they heard our song and then you know it like made them snap out of that uh, i guess depression that they were in so that is that is kind of like the that's if that's not your reason of doing music, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that to me was a huge thing too. Like, like it's so crazy how just a song can change somebody's entire mindset. It's like that's why I think for us doing more um downsided music is better as well, because so many people can connect and relate to that. Um and they'll just be like, wow, like, so I'm not the only one going through this. You know what I mean? At yeah. least they'll know it's genuine in that. Like, wow, these guys are actually like some sort of real. They're not just like a put together group trying to make pop yeah, songs. So, exactly. Right.
3: You're not just talking about, you know, popping bottles at the club yeah, or whatever. You exactly. Know, yeah.
1: So we got some stuff in the pipeline that's pretty, pretty solid. That's really <laughs>
3: yeah. cool. And you're, and you're working on that now in L.A.? That's where you, that's where you guys are based out of now? I see you're rocking the L.A. Dodgers hat, so it's like you know.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're based in L.A. We've been in Tampa though since uh, December. So, I mean, we've been here. So you know, it doesn't really matter. Like we could be in Iowa, and if we got our studio equipment, we'll we'll record
1: something. So
3: that's super cool. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. So you just you just record anywhere.
1: Anywhere. Yeah. That's one thing that we we learned real early on is that you cannot depend on anybody in this industry. Nobody, not a single person. So as much stuff that you can do by yourself the better. Yep. Even yeah. when you're on label, you no know, like you can always like have people that will help around you and have a team, but like at the end of the day if you're not doing it, if you're not working as hard as you can, nobody's going to work harder than you, you know what I mean? For yeah. yourself. So For sure. You just gotta pump and and learn and do everything yourself.
3: I think that's a that's a lesson that a lot of artists learn a lot later in life. You know, like I feel yeah. like that's something that's a hard thing to realize because people think, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm on this label now. You know, I, I got this manager or this agent right. or whatever, so I'm I'm good. Like I, they're gonna take care of me, but right. you know. You have to, you have to put in the work just, just as much as they do, if not yeah. more, you know? Yeah. Cause like you said, nobody's going to work harder than you're going to work right. for your own success.
0: And the manager you know? is only going to do what you ask them. So, I mean, they might be able to connect you with different things, but you know, there might be something that you have in mind, like, you know, that's maybe not just you being an artist. Maybe you want to go do a sync for like a commercial, like who's going to know that unless you're actually telling people that and wanting to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So you have to really take your own career. You know, you have to take the reins of your own career is what I'm saying.
0: Exactly. You know,
3: that's cool. That's a good way of doing it. So, so you're not, you're not collabing with anybody. It's all you. Like, are you, you got some, you're working with some cool producers or what's going, what's going on?
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're always open to working with whoever, but I think. As far as, like, what we're putting out under Suitcase City, it's just going to be us because we really want people to connect with us right now, you know? Yeah. No, nobody else in the mix. And we're not really trying to piggyback anybody. We're trying to just do it very organically, grassroots, build it up, you know, have our own thing. Nobody can say that they gave it to us, nothing. So that's what we're about.
1: Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, we had— we. I just feel like we have such a disconnect between us and our fans, although it may not seem that way. That's another thing that people don't realize is like what you see is not how it really is. You know what I mean? Especially in this industry. So for us, like building and forming that connection and having that cult fan base and following is like so important because that's everything to your career. Everything. Without that, like you're nothing. You know what I mean? And I feel like the first two and a half years that, that we've been a duo, you know, we weren't we weren't truly who we wanted to be or who like yeah. there, was just, there was just some sort of disconnect between us personally. And yeah. that right there already affects our fans. So yeah. it's like it's hard to say. So 2019, we're just trying to be as genuine, authentic, real yeah. and ourselves. Yeah. Well, it takes time to like figure yeah. out
3: who, who that is, like yeah. who, you know, what what does Suitcase City mean? Like who, who are you as artists? You know, yeah. that's. Those are hard questions to answer when you're when you're first coming out of the gate, you yeah,
0: know? and we also just had like we just had like people that were influence influencing us to go a certain way, like a lot of different label people like wanting us to be this way and look this way and sound this way. So it's kind of like when you have people that are pushing you in a direction and you're young and you're naive and you don't really know how to maneuver in this industry it's really easy to get caught up like that. And it's like, you know, now we're older. We've been doing this for a couple, like, three, four years now, like, for real, for real. And then, like, so now we kind of understand how to move. And and we kind of did everything backwards when we started. Like, we started at radio. Like, okay. most artists don't start at, at national syndicated radio. Yeah, yeah. build up to that point. And we started, like, up here. And so it's like, how you can't just go to radio without any, like, backbone to that and the substance people will hear your song and they'll love the song but they can't put a face to name and you kind of just wasted like x amount of dollars on radio you know yeah yeah
3: because radio is not not cheap not to to do that to
0: do that marketing you know yeah so yeah that's 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 mainly what mike was saying it's just you know we're kind of just now we're focusing on building 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 fan base fan base because you know you could have as many radio hits as you want but you know if you have hardcore fans you can tour forever you know there's artists that aren't on the radio right now that are selling out shows back to back to back and they've been doing this for years so yeah yeah, that's really where you want to be
3: no that's the truth right there it's it's true like really the the hardcore fans you know and the the those are the lifelong fans that are gonna you know that are gonna support you you know you look at like a band like this is a totally different example from from you guys but like papa roach you guys remember papa roach <laughs> uh-huh. you know cut my Tell life into pieces
1: yeah <laughs>
3: was that though too
1: <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was papa I, don't, roach, well, I don't remember <laughs> i <laughs> but, saw myself sh- yeah bro that's am pretty somebody
3: <laughs> f- somebody looked that up and t- tweet us so that's papa Let roach i don't know but papa roach has been like silently releasing like album after album, you know, and they, they do well, like they do good numbers. They're always selling out shows, but it's like, who's talking about Papa Roach besides us right now? You know, like nobody's like out there, like, you know, like they're not, they're not popping, you know, but they're, they have a career yeah, and that's more than a lot of people can say, especially, you know, in, in like pop music where, you know, you have a lot of artists that do have like, yeah, one big single or two big singles and then that's it. Yeah. Fade away. And then they're, and then
0: they're just a song, you know, it's like, there's a lot of, like, it's not even just pop. It's, like, every genre has, like, an artist that's, like, like you don't know them, but you know their song. Like, yeah. you have to say their name. Like, oh, that's the guy that sings this song. Like, we don't want that. Like, we want people to be like, oh, that's the guy that does this or looks like that, and act- that's the guy that says that. Like, yeah, you got to put face to name. Otherwise, it's, like, no, there's really no brand. It's, like, it's just, like, a song. You yeah, know? and that's not what we want, and I could tell that, We could both tell that's, like, the direction that we were kind of going for a while because we're streaming really well. But, you know, we want to be able to go out and people put face to name and, you know. Streams
1: are a lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're doing well
3: on streaming. You're doing really well on streaming. Like, we're
1: on the brink. Like, there's people with hundreds of millions of streams that are, like that can't sell 10 tickets more than Michael Jack. It's like, come on, like streams are, they're just like a new age thing, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're super popular by
3: any means. But at the same time, it's still telling that like, you know, lead me on, uh, premiered on new music Friday, for example, which is a really cool thing for, you know, an independent artist. Cause new music Friday, you know, back in the day, like four, like three or four years ago, you know, when we first started doing this, like new music Friday was, was easy. And like, you know, the getting on the Spotify playlist was easy, but now like the labels
0: have, Yeah. figured it out you they've, know so they've taken it over i mean if you're independent and you're on new music friday that means your song is good yeah
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah no it really does because yeah. you know they they only have so many slots for songs on that and then you yeah. know five of them go to ariana grande every week <laughs> right. so it's like <laughs> right you know Very there's not grande that much left grande. for the rest of us yeah you know? the whole album on there I mean, yeah. yeah really in yeah.
0: that in that sense yes like streams do matter like we're not saying that it's just like it's easy for artists to be signed to a label and um, be a quote unquote industry plant, and just have their songs put on playlists, and no one knows who they are, and then they have millions and millions of streams. Yeah. That's that's more of like what we're saying. Like for the independent artists that are getting on these playlists and have their fans, like that's great. Like, yeah, that's yeah. really where you want to be.
3: Yeah, because that's that's a great way to reach new fans, obviously. Yeah. And I'm sure you've I'm sure you've gained a lot of fans and a lot of support yeah. from people that found you that way, or you yeah. know, found you from you know, the streaming playlist. Yeah. So
2: that's, that's dope. 100%.
3: That's super dope. So you were telling, you were telling us a little earlier, Cam, that you, you went to Freedom High School?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I went to Freedom. Freedom High School. What was that like? Oh, it was crazy. It was like, we had, (laughs) we had, uh, there was a kid that I used to sit next to in biology that like was on the national news cuz he wanted to blow the school up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he used to try to like sell me weed and like, all <laughs> types of stuff. Uh there was riots. I had a teacher get arrested out of class for like sexual assault. Like this like it was like this school is in the middle in the middle of Tampa Palms, which is a yeah. suburb. So it's like I just don't understand why like this
1: this so, was Did you have a teacher sleep with students?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the sexual oh. assault case. We had a a teacher who <laughs> I guess, like, took 10 seniors and went to a hotel and got them all liquored up and, like, just, just, they all had their way with her. <laughs> ten. 10. 10. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't, this was like, I can't, I can't make this stuff up. It's all, it's all online.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, you really can't.
0: So, um, I
3: didn't know freedom was so ratchet. Yeah. Like, I was. thought it was, you know, yeah, because you're in Tampa Palms. So yeah. you think, like,
0: I don't know how know. it is now. I just know when I was there, I graduated in 2011. So, when I was there, it was lit. <laughs> it yeah. was crazy. But, yeah.
3: That's nuts. Yeah. Did you have a similar experience, Mike? The, you went, <laughs> where did you go to
1: high school? No, nah, man. I went to Countryside High School. Oh, uh, Right there by the Countryside Mall. Yep. Was, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Mine was a little more, uh, I guess, normal. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there obviously, every school has fights and, and whatnot, but I don't think anything super out of the ordinary happened in my school. You
0: guys had yeah. some huge line. I remember I played football, and I remember playing Countryside in the playoffs. They had like the biggest linemen I've ever seen. like. They were like NFL size linemen. They were like three hundred twenty pounds. Like I'm like Jesus.
1: What are they feeding you are they over they in feeding Dunedin, man? Yeah, we had dude. a real good cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> vending
3: machine, machines were popping. Like, yeah, uh, that's so funny. I it's it's ironic, but I uh, I recorded when I was in a band. I recorded my first ever demo in the uh, Countryside High School band room. Wow. with uh with Vincent Peruli, who was the van- band director there. I don't no know if way. that, that name rings a bell. I don't I don't Maybe know. Maybe he's not there anymore, but shout out to him. You know what
1: the craziest thing is actually, now that I remember, I'm I'm pretty sure like the first song I ever made, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the first song I ever made was in Mr. Kell's class for extra credit. He wasn't even like had nothing to do with like music or anything like that. He just enjoyed music and for extra credit he let me uh make a song on garage band and that was the first song i ever literally ever made so wow. that was my introduction to music right there <laughs> production i guess yeah and then now you're doing it yeah. like so that's hey, man that's cool man he probably doesn't even remember me nothing <laughs> he, he gave me some extra credit for that yeah. song and and that, that started everything i was like damn yeah got extra credit here what can i get outside of school <laughs> yeah right <laughs> extra money yeah yeah yeah. Well, hey, if you can get extra credit, that's,
3: you're already doing better than a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> get on my level. Man. Yeah. Right. So were you guys kind of in the scene for a while in Tampa, like working with other people?
0: Somewhat. I don't, I don't think we were really working with other people, but mm-hmm. we definitely like got screwed over a couple times, like trying to be out here, like opening up for artists. Like, oh no. There was one specifically that was so crazy and I'm still pissed about it to this day. It's uh, we were going to open up for uh, this rapper named Tyga, if anyone's familiar on, on this podcast. So, yeah, Tyga, yeah. that guy. <laughs> oh, no. uh, he was like real hot at the time and we were both, I was in high school. I, I don't know if he had graduated or not, but. Oh, I,
1: no, I was in high school. I was definitely in high school.
0: But we had to sell tickets to open up for the show. Oh, uh,
3: that's always that's yeah. always a red flag it right was there. Which is
0: some bull and so like I'm like thinking in my head like yeah, we're going to sell these tickets. Like I think we had to sell like 150 and I mean we sold like at least 4 or 500 tickets, which wow. if you know the Ritz, that capacity is like 800. Yes,
3: yeah, so that's like half so, the room. Yeah,
0: like yeah. half the room like we sold them and we we uh we got the guys the money back or whatever and then come to find out there was also like Eight or nine other artists that were selling tickets to <laughs> yeah. open up, and Tyga had never approved any openers because it's a tour, so you mm-hmm. have to approve that kind of stuff. And so they tried to make it seem like it was all Tyga's fault, like, uh, like he he rejected you guys, and we can't do anything about it. But really, it was just them finessing us to sell their tickets because they knew, yeah, they knew that. So you know, that was like an early, uh, early gift. Man,
1: that that night was. Such a roller coaster. Like our, I remember there <laughs> there was a point in time too where we were walking. This is after we found out that they weren't gonna let us open. So me, Cam, and our cameraman at the time I forget who it was. Somebody was um, with the camera, and we were like probably oh, it was Justin. seven blocks away or something. And I I think Cam got a call, and he's like, "Yo." They said they're going to let us open if we get there, if we go on stage right now. We're like, bro, we're, t- we're seven. We ran as fast as we could all the way back to the back door. The second we get there, they're like, all right, you can go on. And then our camera guy was like dragging or something, something. So like something held us up. I don't know. And okay. we we had to wait a minute. Yeah. And then in that one minute, they're like, oh, sorry, you're too late. You can't go on. Yeah. I'm Tiger, like, he's like, I'm Tiger like, just yeah.
0: came out of his bus. He's like, all right, I'm going on. No. Yeah. So I don't know how they even, I don't know how. I think it was uh, – there was this guy named Jarvis that that I was dealing with back then. And I think he somehow pulled some switches. Yeah. Shout out to Jarvis, but we just couldn't make it. <laughs> that's ridiculous, yeah, man. That a, yeah. But
3: that's a, that's a scam that a lot of these like bullshit promoters run, yeah. you know, yeah. where they like – yeah, they get a bunch of local talent to sell these tickets or whatever. And then, yeah, there's like nine, ten people that are supposedly opening for this artist. And right. it's like, what – like that's not even a show anymore yeah. like that's nah, it's a showcase you know, yeah not not even a good one like yeah. that's it's like it might as well be a battle of the bands you know right. it's like that's right. insane all we used are- we used to have to run that kind of shit when we were playing in bands back in high school and mm-hmm. stuff it was like you know you'd go and you'd sell tickets for these promoters and like you'd hand them like you know a thousand dollars and they'd give you back like 150 bucks and it's like <laughs> yeah. what what right. what, the, what just happened here right. i did all the work and i'm getting i'm getting shit on here yeah. like, Right. you know you got got
1: yeah we all do at the beginning though man like yeah it's true unless you have somebody leading you and telling you what to do like you're gonna get screwed over it's just it's gonna happen but i mean when i mean back to your question like about where we really in the music scene in tampa like i don't i i I still don't even know if there is a music scene in tampa i mean we live here and like i never the only people i ever see come out of tampa are on like randomly on american idol you're like yeah like i mean there's
0: definitely like a local scene but I don't think there's a music scene when it comes to the kind of music we're doing, like pop music. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of rappers. There's a lot of rock artists. More like, EDM too. A like, lot of uh-huh. yeah, DJs and stuff. But. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The
3: electronic exactly. scene here is really cool. Yeah, you know. But yeah, to see somebody coming out of here doing it at like the scale and the level that you're doing it is is rare. You know. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I had to have you guys on the show because I yeah. was like, shit. These guys are from 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 the city, you know? Yeah. And and know. Gotta, yeah. Go
1: ahead. I was going to say, we got to make that be known, too. Like, I think yeah. there's a lot of people who have no idea where we're even from here. Like, right. I mean, it, to me personally, like, I'm not going to call anybody out, but, like, I feel like we don't have a lot of support from Tampa from people that do know we're from here, yeah. which is kind of, like, mm, makes me salty a little bit. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if this isn't our biggest, like, city, it's not going to, like, hurt me, but... I hope one day that eventually our our own city will support us more than any other city. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, you know what happens is like, you know, look what
0: happened with Drake in the weekend in Toronto. Like no one cared about Toronto before they got hot and yeah. then they got hot and everybody's coming out of Toronto and people even lie and say they're from Toronto and they're not. Right. So it's like, you know, all it takes is one or two artists to really blow up from this area and really like put the city like, on the map, like, talking about it all the time. and Yeah. You know, that's all it takes. And then, you know, now everybody's trying to move to Tampa to to do music. Just yeah. like how Atlanta, like, you know, I think, um, like, back to what Mike said, it's, it, the, I think part of the reason why a lot of artists um, that do make it out of here, they don't say they're from here, is because um, a lot of, like, like, the people that have the power to put you on out here, like, whether it's, like, radio people or whatever. They don't really like they don't really show you that kind of support unless unless you're making a certain type of music, you know? So it's like, you know, if you go to like Atlanta, everybody in Atlanta supports each other. Everybody in San Francisco supports each other. And you know, I think Tampa needs to start doing that and then, yeah. you know, maybe there'll be like a bigger music uh scene out here
3: yeah i I say that all the time because you know people get jealous and people get hot about like oh you know this this guy's blowing up but he sucks or whatever it's like you know that's That's the wrong attitude because you're right. Like once something cool happens here, you know, when, when that happens, it puts a spotlight on the whole area. And then, you know, then it makes room for everybody else to come up. Right. Exactly. I saw that same thing. I was living in Chicago. Um, when Chance the Rapper came out, Yeah. you know, like when he dropped 10 day and seeing like, okay, now all of a sudden Chicago's back in the conversation of like a hip hop hub, you know?
1: So you like the cool kids?
3: I love the cool kids, man. Chuck's Chuck's one of the homies. Yeah. Really?
1: uh, Yeah. His like, um, manager i used to like be his roommate so i used to see and show him all the time
3: right on did you live in chicago too no, no i'm out in la oh in la yeah that's right he's out yeah, he's yeah out when i first moved out to la that's yeah been a while. but no i love i love the cool kids man and uh, and also kids these days before <laughs> before they became uh the social experiment yeah. they were that was my jam like that's the whole chicago scene and that's that's exactly what i'm talking about is like all yeah. of these artists like kind of came up together and you know everybody you know helps each other out in that scene, you know, and you still see Chance the Rapper or whoever putting on, you know, local on up and coming Chicago artists as features and, you know, like putting them on records and stuff. And that's, that's great. You know, so maybe you guys someday soon can, you know, do the same thing for, for up and coming, yeah. you know, acts here in Tampa. Put them on. You I'd know?
1: love to, man. Not only for that reason, but because I want to live in Tampa. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired of having to go to other places where I don't want to be. And I'm just doing it because that's where music is. Like, I want to be in Tampa. I wish the music industry was bigger here. Yeah, if that could happen, my dreams would come true. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, we're we're getting it started, man, and we've got Symphonic Distribution here, you know, a major player in the music industry who's got an office right here in the Tampa Theater, you know, and there's a lot of great promoters and people coming up, so it's it's happening, it's happening, and so I'm I'm glad to see uh, you leading the charge, and you know having a tampa act on new music friday and having a tampa act with you know a, a million plus monthly listeners on spotify is just like it makes me proud for the scene and you know i'm happy that you guys are you know humble and and into it you know
1: and you guys yeah. are we appreciate it yeah. yeah thank you man
3: for sure so we're pretty much out of time but yeah. i just wanted to Talk. you know give you guys a chance to if you have any final thoughts or anything else you wanted to add uh for the tampa crowd for the cigar city radio listeners
0: Yeah, Tampa, go check us out. Spotify, everything is backslash Suitcase City with an X. So we have a new song, Lead Me On. And uh, yeah, we're sitting here in Symphonic Distribution, so they helped us uh, distribute that song and put it out. So yeah, go check us out.
1: Yeah, bro. That's it Jason, you got anything else? You've been quiet all day. I like being quiet, man. (laughs) He's still thinking about the Um, ten the ten guys.
2: (laughs) Ten guys in one hotel. Ten high school dudes in one hotel room. Yeah. Jesus. Was it all at once? Yeah, and apparently. It was (laughs) it all.